welcome to today's Create the Courage to be Fearless podcast. And I want to thank you for joining me. My name is Anita Matu and I am a mindset coach and a mentor. Every Tuesday, I'll be releasing a new podcast episode, which will either be a conversation with a courageous guest, a solo episode with me, or a masterclass full of insightful nuggets and wisdom. Each episode is designed to inspire you and help you discover and connect with that place of courage within you. So whether you're a first-time listener or you are one of my regular subscribers, I want to thank you for taking the time to join me. Now let's get started with this week's episode. A lot of people have this idea, right? A lot of people want to make a difference in the world. That difference starts inside, right? Like everything that you do in the outer world is a reflection of your inner world. But if you cannot manage your mind and your emotions, find a nice quiet place and go inward, right? Find that space, find that peace within because inner peace doesn't come from anywhere else. It's inside you and, and you just have to connect to it. Today's guest is my dear friend, Palm Sagu, a spiritual life coach for millenniums and the owner and founder of Palm's Yoga. Her journey took her from feeling lost, stuck and alone in life to finding her purpose and giving back to the world in a way that resonates with her. A few years ago, she worked as a nanotechnician engineer and surrendered all of that to the intense pull she felt to make a bigger impact on the world. Now Palm mentors first and second generation immigrants who long for a deeper meaning in life but feel caged by societal expectations to break free uncover the secrets of life and forge a path to be the difference they want to see in the world. Welcome, Palm. Thank you so much, Anita. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. What's one of the most courageous things you have done? That's a great question. Um, I would, the first two things that come to mind, I know you asked for one, but two things come to mind. The first is buying a one-way ticket to South America and just going with no plan whatsoever, just kind of hoping for the best and going. And the second, which might be um, more so, is quitting my nine-to-five. When I quit my nine-to-five, it wasn't just quitting the nine-to-five, right? It wasn't just quitting that job and going to look for another one. It was really quitting that way of life. And so that was terrifying, but I did it anyways. (laughs) That's excellent because I can't imagine just buying a one-way ticket to um, South America and quitting your job too. That's very courageous, I must say. So what inspired you to make the change from a nanotechnician to yoga? It seems quite far apart, right, these two things. But mm, definitely. When I was with- <laughs> When I was working in that nine to five job, like that was after I had come back from South America and I thought, okay, well, I still don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Let me just try to fill this mold that society has told me I'm supposed to fill. And so 
I went and I found this job that I thought I could be happy in and where I thought I would be making a difference in the world. And, you know, six months in, it was like this intense conflict inside me. You know, I, I couldn't take it anymore. It felt like a box was closing in on me and I had to make a change. And, I, and for me, it was, okay, it's now or never. Like, either I get stuck here in this system that, you know, makes me miserable or I make a change right now. And my experience in South America had taught me that, you know, not having a plan can sometimes be the best plan. And, and sometimes, mm. you know, having that empty space really opens up a world of opportunity, right? Literally, right? Think about it. Like Definitely. if you if you go in with a set, right, with a set mindset, like I'm going to this beach and I'm not going anywhere else, like you miss everything that is potentially on the way to that beach, right? So I ended up quitting and the transition to yoga was seamless. It was absolutely seamless. Yoga had been a practice that had really followed me throughout my journey. And when I quit, I committed to practicing yoga every day because that was the one thing in my life that made me feel like, you know, the world wasn't crumbling around me in flames. Like it made me feel like I was okay, you know, like things were going to be okay. And, you know, that commitment, that one thing that I told myself, like, okay, I'm going to practice this every single day. That's what made the difference for me. And I can totally understand that because we need something that can ground us. Otherwise, we get caught up in our mindset and that's not a great place to be in. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And and when I started practicing, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I just knew that, you know, this practice makes me feel at ease. And that was enough for me. Yes, I can imagine. And now you're actually going on to teach others, which is excellent. So what took you on your journey of mentoring first and second generation immigrants? How did that come about? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. Um, for me, you know, being a second generation immigrant myself, I understand the struggle, right? Like I understand being caught between two worlds. Like my parents are from India, I'm sure you can tell. <laughs> and I was born in Canada. And so... I always grew up with these two conflicting sets of values. I remember feeling my whole life like, okay, I don't know where I belong. Like I'm not a hundred percent this and I'm not a hundred percent that. And that led me to feel alone my entire life. You know, like I connected with the kids who were in the same boat as me, but outside of that little pocket, I felt like I, you know, like I was nobody because I wasn't here. I wasn't there. Where was I? I was nowhere. Feeling that struggle and understanding what it feels like, like, I know that there are people out there who feel this way and I know that I can help them, you know, I can help them feel like they do belong everywhere, not just here and not just there, but everywhere. Yes, absolutely. I agree with you and I can absolutely understand your struggle because it's the same for me here too. I'm second generation Indian and yes, Believe you me, I never knew where I fitted in either. <laughs> so yeah. there is a lot of expectations and they've got to be dropped. You know, it's not like in the perhaps I refer it to the olden days, my parents' generation, where people are kind of seen to have arranged marriages. You get a job, 2.4 children. That's all going out the window for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 
And it's a tough transition, right? Because the parents or the older generation are not going to understand. And so it's really that battle for independence, right? Of breaking free from that societal expectation. Sometimes we wear so many masks to protect ourselves and we get lost in that. And that's where the danger comes in. You get lost in your identity. You don't even know where you are these days or where you are anymore. And that's where people can get really unhappy, depressed. And that is a case of where people like you, I'm sure, can help and I can help. It's a case of understanding where we belong. And sometimes, you know, it may not be in the situation where we think it is. We need to look a further afield. The problem with wearing all these masks is that they limit us, right? Just coming back to the previous example of, you know, thinking I'm going to the beach, period. Like you miss mm -hmm. all of the other possibilities and opportunities. And these we wear these masks that we think that we have to or that... We wear them defensively, right? So that nobody can really say anything to us. But it's like we're missing out on so much of what life has to offer. For sure. And you work with clients that want to forge a new different path in the world we want to see. So where do you see the difference is really needed currently? A lot of people have this idea, right? A lot of people want to make a difference in the world. That difference starts inside, right? Like everything mm -hmm. that you do in the outer world is a reflection of your inner world. Right? if you cannot manage your mind and your emotions, then there's no way that you can make a massive change in the world, right? Like you can't be this unstable person that is constantly in public eye, right? So the Absolutely. main thing where I... Where I start is that inner work, right? And it's not just mindset work because I know there are a ton of mindset coaches out there, but with the practices that I teach and the things, the methodologies that I use, we really go deeper into that. And, you know, not only do I work directly with the consciousness, like we do, mm -hmm. right? We go super, super deep to this idea of who we are, right? We just talked, you just mentioned that, you know, people don't know who they are. And so, I work directly with people's idea of who they are and I help them see that they're so much more, they're so expansive that any label that they put on themselves is a limitation. Really, any label is a limitation. Yes, I have to agree with you. And it is about breaking free, being comfortable in our own skin, who we are. And sometimes it is hard, don't get me wrong, I've been there, breaking out of that and other people, like you say, the expectations, are we going to be still loved unconditionally or not? That's a big thing as well. People are scared and I can totally understand why. Absolutely. And I would actually, I would even go on to say that even that is your own perception, right? Like if you think that someone is not going to love you if you do a certain thing, that is your perception. And, and this is something that I teach all like, this is something I talk about all the time is that if you can change that inner idea of, okay, no one's going to love me if I make this change, or if I do this, people are going to judge me, or I'm going to fail or, or, you know, I can't do that. I'm not the right person, you know, whatever it may be. If you shift that a little bit, like you start to see that there's really no malice in the world. People's responses to us are colored by our own lenses you see what i'm saying here so like, absolutely 
Yeah, like we can perceive someone to be super negative toward us when they just made a comment, right? Like I'm sure everyone has experienced this. You make a comment and you get like an un, a disproportionate response. Someone just loses it. And, and it's like, but I didn't even say anything that, you know, warranted that response. And, and what it is, is, is their own mind, right? There's something in their mind telling them that everyone is against them, that, you know, no one supports them and, and no one loves them and all of these things, right? So you see that it creates kind of like an illusion. Yes, definitely. And the thing is, it's always about working on the inside out. If you truly can start working from the inside out, the outside will not affect you. I mean, there may be times when obviously everybody does get un unsettled and unbalanced and you need to ground yourself, but it's a case of understanding. It's your perception of what someone says. It's how you resonate with what they are saying. It's how you actually respond to that comment as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Tell me more about the yoga practice you teach and the consciousness, because they're two very different things. Because I know some people, they go to a yoga studio and do all the different poses. But what you're saying is, is about the conscious mind as well. So tell me more about that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's interesting because today in the market, yoga is seen as just this physical practice, right? Like you said, we go into studios, we stay there for an hour, we do this practice, and we come home feeling great, hopefully. But yoga is so much more than that, right? Yoga is this science of consciousness, right? Yoga, the word actually comes from the Sanskrit word yuj, which means union. And so this is a union between your body, your breath, mm -hmm. and your mind. We talk a lot about this. Um, for example, on Instagram, I have some blog posts about this, but there are many layers of yourself, right? You're not just your body. And this is a very common misconception, right? We believe that we're our bodies. And at the end, we, you know, we're buried and just like, that's it, right? Like, that's the end. <laughs> that is very, very yes. far from the, very far from the truth, right? And science and this, the Vedas, right? The spiritual science will tell you the same thing is that we are energy and, and energy cannot be destroyed, right? Energy can only be transformed. And so at the end of our lives, in this example, right, your consciousness goes on, right? And so this is why some people mm. can feel like old souls, right? It's because they've been here for mm. a long time. They've been doing all the things and they're tired of the same things over and over and over and over again, right? Like that's why those people, I know I was definitely one of them, can feel like, okay, I want more in life. What else is there, right? Like, I've already done this. Like, I don't want to do this again, right? So yoga is connecting with that deeper version of you, right? That consciousness that you are. So I'm just going to quickly run through these seven layers just so you have yeah, an definitely. idea. Uh, and so between you, like you, your body, and yourself right your consciousness and who you actually are there are seven layers right so there's seven layers in total so if you say that the surface of the ocean over here is the body and then down here is the self and you can see my hand yeah you can see it okay so in between we have all these layers right so the body there's the breath or the life force energy right this is if you've heard the term prana or ki or mana you know this they're all the same thing this is mm -hmm. your life force energy okay so that is carried on the breath and that is the mind the intellect the memory the ego and the self yeah so all of these layers are influenced by the layers around them and and this is 
before I get to that. And the self, the seventh layer is untouched by everything, right? So this is who you mm -hmm. are, right? This is that timeless, that nameless, beginningless, endless, infinite self. And, and this is you at your core, right? So the self can't be experienced via the five senses because the five senses are up here. But the self mm -hmm. can be experienced in other ways, right? So via meditation or even, um, you know, maybe you've felt this, that, you know, you feel like you don't age, right? You're, you see that your body ages and you see the kids around you turn from mm -hmm. babies into mm -hmm. full-grown adults and you're just like, damn, they grew fast, right? And you feel like you haven't <laughs> aged at all, right? <laughs> this is an example of the self, right? The self is timeless. The self does not age. And so it's all of these layers in between that keep us from this, this higher version of us, right? We've heard the term, I'm sure you've heard higher self or authentic self yes. or highest version of me, right? These are all referring to the self. And to get back to the self, all of these other layers need to come into union. And that's what yoga is, right? Yoga is that union. Mm. Yoga is kind of like clearing that tunnel, just like, is it Moses? He just like parted the Red Sea. <laughs> and so that's what you want to do, right? You want to bring everything into union so that that self has a clear path to shine through. Okay. And, and yoga postures are a very, very small aspect of the practice of yoga. Hey. Yeah. If you dive into the philosophy, mm -hmm. like you'll see mm -hmm. it is this entire lifestyle, right? Right down from yes. like, how to clean yourself, to how to eat, to how to treat people around you, to, you know, how to meditate and, and even how to reach higher states of consciousness and do all of those things, right? Yoga is inner work and it's been around for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. So tried and tested, check, okay, it definitely works. <laughs> <laughs> and if you need yes. proof, like my life is a perfect example, you know, send me a message, I'll be happy to share more. It works. That's excellent. So what resources do you recommend, daily tips, tools to anyone that wants to start breaking free from societal expectations? The first, the very, very first thing that I would tell anyone in that situation is to realize that it's your own mind, right? Yes, the world is a certain way, but your perception of it is what keeps you stuck, right? Even the scriptures will tell us that you are free now, right? It's just the mm -hmm. mind creating concepts that keeps you stuck. And, you know, things like affirmations are very surface level. Like you want to work down at the ego, right? The ego is right before the self. And this Definitely. is your ideas about yourself or what filter up through these layers and, and really define your actions up in the body level. Right. And so mm -hmm. what you want to do is, is culti start to cultivate a practice, right? Start to become aware Become aware of what is affecting you, what takes you down these spirals, what bothers you, you know, start to make these little changes. A daily practice is something that I absolutely recommend. I know it can be hard in the beginning, like really thinking about committing to something <laughs> every single day, but try it, right? So I, in every single morning, I spend a couple hours in my practice, right? Because I need my mind to be in a place where I can do the things I want to do every single day. But for someone starting out, like 10, 20 minutes, it's fine. Right? Yes. And you can do um, guided meditations are really good to start. Mm -hmm. I know if anyone has tried meditating uh, in the beginning, it's really difficult, right? The mind is very, very unsettled, but that's normal, right? If you've chatting, never meditated, chatting a, lot, a lot of chatter goes on. <laughs> 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And and you know what? It's completely normal in the beginning. It's like that, right? We've never observed our mind before. And when you start to observe it, you're like, oh my goodness, is this what I'm living with all the time? <laughs> the more that you observe it, the more that you start to let go of these things, the quieter and quieter it will become. So definitely commit to a daily practice, some sort of daily practice, whether that's five minutes of breath work or a guided meditation or you know, something where you can connect with yourself. You can even start with journaling, right? Journaling is a way mm -hmm. to really empty your mind. Mm, definitely. I love journaling. I absolutely practice that and I have done for several years. I actually started my journey with journaling. You know, journaling was interesting in the beginning. In the beginning, it was kind of like, what am I doing? I'm just writing about my day. But the more time that you spend doing this, the more that you'll see that you'll get deeper and deeper, right? Certain things mm -hmm. will come out that you had no idea needed to come out or you had no idea you were thinking these thoughts or you'll just be sitting there one day and your hand will be moving on its own and things will come out and you'll just be like, whoa, where is this coming from? But afterwards, you'll feel so much freer, right? So this is really the power of journaling. And, and this is kind of the secret, The secret in plain sight is that you have these layers coming back to the model that we talked about. You have these layers and the only way to empty out these layers is to bring them, bring everything up to the surface and let it out. Right. And so journaling, you're letting it out like this, right through your hands by meditating, you know, you let it out in a different way. Breath work, you let it out through your breath. And, and when you practice yoga, it's through your body and body movements. Right. And so, There is a very deep science behind all of the things in this practice. Like nothing is random. Absolutely nothing is random. And just the more that you do practice, the more that you learn, you'll see, you'll start to see this, right? Your answers will, you'll start to get your answers. I remember going into, I remember when I started, I had so many questions just about existence. And like, why am I here? And, you know, I had all these existential questions. Like, what am I meant to do? What is my purpose? What am I here for? And, and through this practice, I started to slowly get my answers. But it requires commitment, okay? You have to practice. <laughs> and you have Absolutely. to keep going. Especially when you don't want to, right? This is when it's most powerful that you kind of push through that. So where can the listeners find you online? What's your website? So listeners can find me at parmsyoga.com. So that's P-A-R-M-S yoga.com. And I'm also on Instagram. So if you go there, you'll find a link to all my socials. But on Instagram, my handle is the same at parmsyoga. Yes, and I'll put your social media links and the website in the show notes so people can see. Perfect. And actually, I'd love to share one more thing. Um... I know that I recommended people to practice daily and, and this can be a little bit daunting, but I do have a free resource that people can, um, can use to help them kind of build that practice. So I have a 30, a free 30 minute yoga class. So it starts with breath work. There's a little bit of postures and then there's the meditation at the end. And so to really demonstrate the power of yoga, to really demonstrate the strength of this practice to bring your mind to stillness, this is something that I definitely recommend. So it's pre-recorded. You can do it whenever you have 30 minutes. Just open it up, find a nice quiet place and go inward, right? Find that space, find that peace within because inner peace doesn't come from anywhere else. It's inside you and, and you just have to connect to it. That's fantastic. And thank you for sharing that with all the listeners. My final question is, 
what's your definition of courage? Because we are all about create the courage to be fearless podcast here. So what is your definition of courage? I would say that courage is doing something even if you are absolutely terrified of that thing. And I'm sure that this is a very common definition, but it's so, so normal to be afraid. Mm -hmm. Like it's so normal to be afraid of things that you might even think are unreasonable to be afraid of. But for some reason, there's something inside you that is resisting, right? Whether it's doing that program or showing up on, on social media or talking to someone about something or, you know, taking that scary step, know that that fear is coming from a place inside you that doesn't serve you anymore, right? Like if a fear is actually, if something is actually threatening your life, like you know that, okay, like that's not the yes. fear that you want to avoid. <laughs> but if it's a fear of like talking to someone or a fear of enrolling in a program or a fear of, you know, taking a day off, like this is a fear coming from one of those masks or one of those labels that doesn't serve you. And so you need to step through it, right? You need to step through it. And that takes courage, right? Because you're going against your own mind. You're actively, actively transforming yourself. That's Let's be real. That's what you're doing. And so that takes courage. And if you are able to do that, you are courageous. You are one of the most courageous people out there because a lot of people don't. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Create the Courage to be Fearless with Anita Matu. I'd love you to let me know what your thoughts of today's episode and what your key takeaways are. So do leave a comment below. It's all about sharing. So if you have enjoyed the content, give me a like and share it far and wide. Post it over on Instagram stories and tag the link wherever you are listening to this episode. Post it on social media, share it with your friends and don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This really helps the show reach more people and together we impact more lives. Thank you and until next time, goodbye for now.